Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode of Hanan's podcast. The idea of destiny and whether we have a choice in making decisions or a voice on how our lives turn out is a philosophical topic that crosses the minds of all of us from time to time. Is it me or is it my destiny that have gotten me to where I am in life? Or is it both? Now there's a famous Arabic saying that says, it is all written. In other words, our lives are documented and our choices are made for us by a powerful force before we're born. But from time to time, my friends and I ask ourselves and each other this question. Some of us seem to believe that we have complete control and others believe that it is as though we have a half control and the other half is well just destiny. However, I've never met any person who believes that destiny is in full control. For this reason, when I first read the book Observing Ourselves by the sociologist Earl Babby, I was extremely fascinated by what he describes as the deterministic paradigm. Now, before I explain what the deterministic paradigm is, I'm going to talk about Observing Ourselves. It is basically a book that is composed of essays in the area of social research. It was actually assigned to us to read for research methods class during my graduate study, and it tackles really interesting questions such as, can we be truly objective? Does truth even exist? Or is it a matter of agreement? Quote, do human beings possess free will? Are we able to shape our own destinies? Or are we determined by factors beyond our control? End of quote. Now, today I'm going to focus on what Babi calls the deterministic paradigm because it is what has stuck with me for the two years from the time that I read this book. Now, Babi describes the deterministic paradigm by saying that social scientists tend to avoid discussing this topic because it brings people discomfort, but really the concept of having free will does not exist in social science. As a matter of fact, determinism and the notion that our lives are already determined is a primary paradigm for almost all social research. Now, he explains this by giving multiple examples and examples of questions that social research researchers tackle. Some of these include, quote, what causes prejudice? Babi says that this is considered a worthy question to research by most people. And after all, if we know what causes prejudice, we might be able to eliminate it. Now, this question has been highly studied and a lot has been learned. Such as prejudice and education are incompatible and being in contact with minority groups tend to reduce prejudice and other findings. But every time social scientists look for reasons, 
it seems that the deterministic paradigm overthrows our freedom of choice. You see, if certain people are prejudiced because of the religion they follow or because they didn't get enough education or the place that they grew up in, they are victims of factors and circumstances that they had no control over. And therefore, it really isn't their choice how their thoughts turned out and how they turned out. Now, there are other examples that Babi gives, such as choosing to be religious or the party that people affiliate themselves with, being a Democrat, an Independent, or a Republican. People think that they made these choices themselves, but social science concludes that these choices were, as a matter of fact, made for you by the circumstances that you do not control. I know, pretty thought-provoking. But Babi says, whenever we look for causes, we imply that we are caused. He also explains that although sometimes we're willing to blame destiny and outside forces to be responsible for how our lives turn out, we still do not completely believe in determinism. And he gives an example of a student going to college, passing and getting really good grades. Now the student might believe that it was their choice to spend long hours in the library, but again, social science is able to prove otherwise, that these choices we make are based on environmental factors and circumstances that get us to act in certain ways. But the main problem that Babi brings to attention with the deterministic model isn't what it says about our past or our present, but rather how it claims our future will turn out. Whether we succeed or fail, quote, given the trillion of pieces making up our current circumstances. Now, Babi says that he has spoken to a lot of students about this, and the fear seems to be in what they would be like if they accepted it to be true. So he provides an, an imaginary dialogue with a student and he asks him how that would change him. The student simply says that he will give up on life if everything is already determined, then why would he work hard for the things that he's passionate about? But Babi continues to ask him questions emphasizing the word how. How he would change after accepting that what he thinks, says, and do is determined by life's circumstances. And the student eventually said that he would simply accept because there is no way of change. In a child the student says that he would simply go on with his life. Now I get this part is confusing, but how I understand it is that you cannot change the forces that shape you and your choices personally. Now it seems that it's all in the why. Whenever we're asked a question about our choices, the reasons seem to make our life choices already determined to us based on external factors. In other words, we take actions based on our environment 
and feelings towards things and we don't have control over these things or how we feel towards our environment. I know it sounds confusing and at first it sounded very uncomfortable but after a while it kind of made sense to me that we make choices based on our experiences or the environment that we grew up in and what's expected of us. So my question for you is, are you convinced by this deterministic paradigm? Do you think it's accurate, but we still have control over things or not? Comment in the section below. Thank you.